Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to our listeners. This is President, Patriot or Puppet. You know, I've been giving some thought lately on what issues could possibly unite such a divided country. I'm curious about the opinions and beliefs of other people. So I've been asking, you know, what I am finding out, despite the divide on social issues, conservatives and moderate liberals might have something in common to fight for and something that's increasingly slipping away each day. Certainly the Obamacare debacle would be one of the things we have in common, but I'm going much deeper than that. I'm talking about freedom and the loss thereof. You know, I've spoken to basically two kinds of Obama supporters, and there are those who defend Obama no matter how many scandals come about. I believe these are either low-informed voters who don't have all of the facts or people who only care about their president of choice staying in power. Or they think it's fine for government to lie for the greater good And they want government to control their lives. These are the people who blame Bush no matter what the issue is. The second kind of Obama supporter is socially liberal but physically concerned. These folks tend to be very conservative on spending. They expect personal responsibility from citizens, but they favor personal rights like legalized abortion, gay marriage, and so on, they seem to be more open to discussion and are more concerned with principles than politics. So for all of the Democrats who espouse open-mindedness, let's join together and fight for this country that we love. I recently saw this post on Facebook. I love my country and fear my government. I think that's a pretty accurate representation of how people are starting to feel. Indeed, a government, federal or state, that seizes journalists' records without a warrant and dictates the size of soda that we can drink and the type of health care insurance that you have a right to purchase is a government to be feared. Abuses and corruption happened under every administration, but Obama is taking tyranny to a new level. And not only conservatives, but moderate liberals are starting to take notice. As a concerned citizen, I see the most daunting dilemma before all of us is the philosophical choice between big government, progressive socialists, and individual rights of the citizens of this nation. When one comes to the realization that big government and individual rights are reversed in order, and the importance of this choice becomes more pivotal to restoring the integrity of our country, One thing must be clear. You can't have both simultaneously, and therein lies the deception that the progressive socialists, let me be honest, communists, uh, have lured our citizenry for decades. Big government destroys entire nations. It is not as though we have no history to prove this. Every past huge government was a dictatorship, a real-life comparative that would point to the severity would be to look at psychiatry, okay? Modern psychiatry is based on the premise that there is something wrong with almost everybody, but when it comes to dependence, psychiatry takes a distinct back seat to big government. Psychiatry and big government actually share a bed. They both need dependence. Otherwise, they fade away. We, the people, must deal with the reality of what governments throughout history have routinely done 
when they wanted to seize more power from citizens and or expand their power. This is not fiction nor conspiracy theory. It is historical fact. The conditions seem ripe for history to repeat itself with a new engineered war or national emergency or some sort of false flag attack by government against its own people. There are those, including myself, that view the killing of Osama bin Laden as a hoax since he has been dead for many years prior to the raid on the Pakistani compound. His body was made uh, to disappear mysteriously at sea, and still, even more mysterious, was all six sealed team members were shot out of the sky. So there are no witnesses. There were those pictures taken inside the supposed bin Laden compound, and there were no kidney dialysis equipment or supplies. With a person dying of a serious kidney disease as far back as the year 2000, bin Laden would have been the only human to have lived that long. It is a fact that once you must have the dialysis equipment and supplies, you cannot live without them. Not a sign of any of this was noted in the bin Laden's compound. Is there another hoax on the horizon, or is the president going to use his 150 million Muslims, which is granted amnesty, to that would not mind shooting non-Muslims, you know, infidels like uh, you and me are referred to? Our government had purchased a huge amount of ammunition. And then there was the, the EPA's closure of the last lead smeltering plant to impact ammunition production. The Obama regime have made every effort to remove guns from the citizens in including causing violence in the thing they called fast and furious, which they did not anticipate getting caught doing, the Obama regime, or firing military officers who do not believe in their agenda. They are placing new wording in the face of military personnel by asking if they would shoot American citizens. Obama said in his first campaign speech that we need a civil army even stronger than our own today's military. Now, why do you suppose he wants that? Never let a good crisis go to waste is a favorite motto of the Obama administration, but it worked well with Bush as well. In the aftermath of 9-11, Bush's uh, popularity soared 70% and gave him political momentum to pass almost any law he desired. Out of that fiasco came the Patriot Act, one of the most dangerous freedom-crushing laws in the U.S. history, a law which guts the Bill of Rights. And noted by our founding fathers, U.S. Constitution Bill of Rights Amendment 4, the right of the people to be secure, in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Today, Obama's popularity is plummeting even among Democrats and the supposed kill bin Laden has slid way far back to be of use today. You know, that's happened a long, long ago, uh, mentioned by Hillary Clinton of the four dead people in Benghazi. You know, popular polls uh, put Obama at record lows. It is... At moments like this, when presidents are seeing their popular, popularity plummet, 
that they often turn to fabricated emergencies or so-called false flag attacks in order to rally the people behind them and their lives. We have to wake up, America, before it's too late. Don't you remember what Obama ran on in 2008? He was going to bring everyone together and be a government of transparency, democracy, Muslims, racism, all flourish under Obama. A democracy is not what the founders intended when they finished writing the Constitution. It was a citizen's rights defending republic whose public structure was designed to stave off or frustrate all democratic legislation and collectivist populist popular sentiment. Now, the American Constitution did not fail in that purpose. Its defenders in the body of our political leadership failed our Constitution. The most productive and thrifty and the most virtuous living in a democrat society are expected to sacrifice themselves to the moochers, the spendthrifts, and the immoral. They are expected to defer to groups, gangs, and collectives acting in the name of the public good and to not complain when their lives have been reduced and their wealth uh, expropriated or outright confiscated by the decree from government. This is the nature of such projects such as Obamacare in which the virtuous are expected to subsidize the medical insurance coverage of the least able and to pay more for that privilege. The Obama administration has opened the gates to the Muslim community to come to this country without need to stand in line for the citizenship as others and all of our past have to, had uh, to do. Obama says that the increase in Muslim immigrants is justified for humanitarian reasons and are in otherwise in the national interest, which is part of the uh, Cloward and Piven plan uh, to overwhelm and collapse the system of government in every way possible. Obama hates America and Americans and will do everything he can to place us under the boot of communism and control us all from cradle to grave that is if we are even allowed to be born government knows best even for the unborn as well when the communist politburo obama and his muslims decide that we are no longer useful to the state a second holocaust only in place of jews would be infidels, which is every one of us, except the Muslims, could be on the horizon. Certainly Obama is, not, is no friend of Israel, and he is systematically weakening America's defenses, exactly what a Muslim would do. Obama and his Muslim advisors insist that preventing Iran from becoming a nuclear power is a central goal of the administration, but their actions move the United States policy in the opposite direction, more in favor of Muslims. Our foreign aid fuels a worldwide war on Christianity. We are now arming Islamic rebels who are allied with al-Qaeda, Obama has appointed Muslim Brotherhood loyalists to high positions in his administration. Obama has swept under the rug jihadist assaults on our military and our civilian population, calling it such things as workplace violence. Muslims view the U.S. as the great Satan, the greatest enemy of Islam. One main factor is that while all other religions allow their followers to interpret their holy scriptures, 
thereby making them relatively adaptable to secular law, human rights, and individual needs, Islam categorizes Muslims who do not take the Koran literally as apostates, apostates, I'm sorry. And according to Islamic law, the Sharia, apostasy, apostasy, excuse me, is the is to be uh, uh, punished with death. The Sharia thus makes it impossible for Islamic societies ever to develop and to blend in to modern humanistic civilizations. America, have you ever thought of that? The morning after Election Day 2008, the New York Times proclaimed that Barack Hussein Obama's victory had swept away the last racial barrier in American politics. However, President's second term, a case can be made that the historic election was anything but post-racial. Rather, it has been the most racially polarizing presidency in modern times, and he remains hidden from view. That is, who the president really is, as most of us know, Barry Sotero. I know many of you already know plenty about Frank Marshall Davis, this evil Marxist pervert. Davis molded the mind of Barry Soto, you know, the young Obama, into what he is today, a former close friend and associate of Frank Marshall Davis has authored a book confirming his communist activities, anti-Christian views, and involvement in bizarre sex practices and erotica. But Catherine Walden uh, Takera's book, Frank Marshall Davis, The Fire and the Phoenix, fails to add any more detail to the nature of his relationship with President Obama. It has been known for over four years that Davis, a member of the Communist Party, was the mysterious Frank from Obama's book, Dreams of My Father, and that he influenced, he being Frank, uh, influenced uh, the young Obama before he went off to college. Using what money? <laughs> Most know it was the beginning of the support from George Soros, who was quietly building his weapon called Obama of today. Now, Frank Marshall Davis was Obama's mentor for eight years of his young life in Hawaii. The author of the Frank Marshall Davis book, Takara, a former associate professor of the, U, uh, of the University of Hawaii at Manoa, is one of those who confirmed several years ago that Frank mentioned in Obama's book, Dreams of My Father, was indeed Frank Marshall Davis. She says she first met Davis in 1972 and he died in 1987. The original identification of Frank Marshall Davis was discovered by blogger uh, Trevor Loudon uh, in a speech by uh, a writer for the Communist Party publication. Interestingly, a former United Nations official is quoted on the back cover of Takara's book as saying, the reader may well find parallels between Takara's portrayal of Davis's struggle for identity in the 1930s and 40s and that of President Barack Hussein Obama's, as revealed in his book Dreams of My Father. Despite his bitterness for the United States and support of the Soviet Union, Frank Marshall Davis had many opportunities in the U.S., and attended college, where he studied journalism. However, he used his writing talents to function mostly as a writer and a propagandist for the Communist Party newspapers in Chicago and Hawaii. He also wrote poetry for the Communist cause. 
Takara's book, when published, seemed like an attempt to capitalize on Frank Marshall Davis's notoriety without spilling any more secrets about his relationship with the then-young Barack Obama and his growing up years in Hawaii. It appears that Takara owns the publishing house Pacific Raven Press. She has, she is a radical herself, having written such freedom poems as uh, Mumia Abdu-Mal, which means Night of Justice, honoring a cop killer, Angela Davis, paying tribute to the former Communist Party vice presidential candidate. Without naming Obama in her book, she refers to Davis attracting a great variety of people to his home, including young radicals and even revolutionaries. But while she fails to explore the Davis-Obama relationship, what she confirms or discloses about Davis's, uh, Davis provides more reason to question his influence over the then-future president. Takara confirms that Davis was an atheist whose writing and poetry were geared toward discrediting Christianity. Davis, in fact, became anti-Christian, she says, and wrote a poem speaking of Christ uh, irrelevantly uh, as a curse word. I'm not going to use her uh, terminology today. Uh, Davis dismisses Christ as another new white hope. Now, uh, Takara says Davis and others use writing to attack and expose white America and that their articles and poems about Christianity were mocking and blasphemous. According to the book, Davis, who was black, told her that he left the Christian church because it seemed the more I prayed, the more it seemed like God was white and created the world for whites. Even though he married a white woman, he told Obama that blacks had a reason to hate whites. On the matter of involvement in the the Communist Party, which Davis refused to talk about before a congressional committee, Takara writes, it seems that Frank Marshall Davis did join the Communist Party for a short time, although on other occasions he strongly denied it. In other words, he lied about his membership in the party. Of course we all know that is Obama's M.O. today, lie and deny. Evidence shows that Davis was under FBI surveillance for 19 years because of his communist activities. Takara pretends not to be familiar with the facts that have been developed over the last several years, as revealed in his 600-page FBI file, although she does admit that the FBI kept an eye on Davis after he moved from Chicago to Hawaii. She doesn't dispute that his his, uh, pornographic novel, Sex Rebel, Black was largely uh, autobiographical, even though it was written under the uh, pseudonym Bob Green, and that sex and drinking became liberating for Davis. Takara notes that in the novel, Davis became active in the swinging lifestyle of multiple partners, sex partners, non-conventional sexual practices, and other orgies within, within and crossing the color line barrier. Takara says Davis believed in using the politics of journalism's, journalism and sex to affect political and social change. The Sex Rebel book refers to a, uh, the couple Bob and Doris and their sexual activities. She 
does not mind sharing Bob, uh, other African-American women, as well as men, but she prefers to be present, responsible, and in control of providing pleasure and a variety to her husband, Takara notes. My co-host, Michael Talley, and I agree that we believe that Obama is someone who prefers male company as well. Takara writes that Davis was bold and courageous to write about another taboo subject, lesbians before the woman's movement. Now, Takara confirms that Davis's interest in uh, photography included taking photos of nude women and that Davis believed that many white women and men both secretly and openly harbored desires to have sexual contact with an educated and large African male. Davis is the subject of a film, Dreams of My Real Father, which asserts that Davis took uh, pornographic photos of Obama's mother, who was white and had sex with her. Now, some of these uh, photographs are included in the film, which asserts that Davis was Obama's real father. Obama's book refers to Frank being a drinker and uh, offering advice on various matters, including race relations and college, but makes no references of his sexual uh, selection and lifestyle. Obama, however, has become known as the gay president because of his promotion of alternative lifestyles, including homosexuality in the military. Takara says that she wrote her book because she knew and respected Frank Marshall Davis and because she believed that he and his work deserve widespread uh, dissemination. But she apparently does not believe that the Davis relationship with Obama should be more widely publicized and scrutinized. The members of the liberal media agree with the need to cover these things up, as demonstrated by the Washington Post com, uh, columnist Dana Milbank's recent article attacking those investigating the Obama-Davis relationship on uh, and dismissing Davis as merely an author without any controversial connections of any kind. Now, I really want uh, my co-host, Michael Talley, to come in and offer his take on what's been going on. Uh, good morning, David. Well, this Takara is being covered up by the, the news media and the complicit news media that also covered up Frank Marshall Davis's connection with Obama. Uh, he was never vetted during the 2008 election campaign. They never vetted the fact that he was backed by the Democratic Socialists of America. They did everything they could to support this, this miscreant theoretical president we have. And as you mentioned, he's got Muslims all over the White House, all in this cabinet. He's trying to get 150 million Muslims admitted, which will not be covered by Obamacare, another very interesting item. Let them come into the states. They've got rid of so many of the military leaders who will not fire on Americans. Even if Obama succeeds and wipes out all the infidels, the people don't believe that Aha is a god, whoever they call this guy. If the Muslims took over the United States, we wouldn't even be a third world country. We'd be less. Look at the states that are controlled by Muslims now. All they do is kill what they consider non-infidels. They don't create, they don't invent, they don't design. Left to their own designs, we'll have nothing but camel jockeys running through the United States. Exactly. We won't produce anything. They'll take the factories we have. They won't know how to run them. They'll be destroyed. Our economy will turn into, it won't be a market-based free economy, free market system. It'll go back to a central planning which is what they really push, but there'll be no central planner. 
I mean, take Obamacare, for instance, the way that's being rolled out. Three and a half years to develop a website, they can't do it. I could do it in three and a half years. Anybody could. Anybody over the age of eight can take almost a billion dollars and make a website that's going to work. The first two years you go to school, you learn how to do it. The next year and a half, you do it. Yeah. I think it's really fascinating to see the uh, Democrats that are running away from Obamacare who supported it, but now since they're up for election in 2014, uh, now they're running away. Got, and i, I got to read this list. you got Mark Begich from Alaska, Dick Durbin from Illinois, and Dick Durbin should go anyway, Al Franken, the comedian from Minnesota. I don't know why he's even there. K.K. Hagan, North Carolina. Mary Landrieu, Louisiana, the senator, Democratic senator. Now, she's got a bill trying to change Obamacare. She's trying to come out as a hero. She supported it, backed it. Now she doesn't mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, did Except you hear that morning Morgan. news? Did you hear that morning news that how, that 100% of the uh, Democrats knew and supported the fact, they voted unanimously and supported the fact that they that people were going to lose their insurance coverage. So they already knew about this. Rand Paul brought that up this morning. Just thought I'd throw that in. Uh, I didn't hear that, but that that certainly makes sense, and it's in line with the way this has been going and the way it's developing. They knew this was going to happen. And what I don't understand, I can understand Obama, you know, the guy's a miscreant. He was put there by Soros and run by Jarrett. I can understand that. He's, He's... what I term as an idiot, although some people think he's smart because he's accomplishing what he wanted to, he can't talk without a teleprompter, without Valerie Jarrett at the other end typing in what to say. You catch him off teleprompter, and he reveals what he really is. He'll say things that he didn't want to say, but that exposes the true Obama. Like you said, race relations have gone right down the tubes. Mm-hmm. And even Holder is still pursuing Zimmerman. For the killing of a druggy black thug, but he still wants to pursue him. You know, we don't have. He won't why pursue he's the black Panthers in Philly. Yeah. yeah, why he's not in prison is beyond me. Listen, Mike, we got a somebody online. Let's let's find out who okay. that is. Two o five, come in. Good morning, Blog Talk Radio. And. This is my friend Zan. Yes. Oh, there you are. Where you been? <laughs> uh, well, I am a very busy lady, as I have told y'all in the past, and I am always somewhere working towards restoring our constitutional republic. So it's nice to hear your voices this morning. I hear um, David is. Um, not too concerned about his head this morning, but um, I guess, you know, that's about everybody's (laughs) concern with the Muslim infiltration of America. But I have very good news. David asks every time I'm on the show, but what can we do? Yes, we know this. Yes, we know that. Um, But we have a solution. It's called Article 5 of the U.S. Constitution. And if you liked Mark Levin's book, The Liberty Amendment, you will love conventionofthestates.com. Convention of the States. I'm waiting waiting for the next statement, but you said conventionofthestates.com? Conventionofstates.com, yes. It is... Mark Levin's book is about Article 5 of the U.S. Constitution, which gives us two ways to amend the Constitution. Not call a constitutional convention, but to amend the Constitution. And one of, one of them, which is the second one, is a convention of the states, where the state uh, representatives at the state level call a convention to uh, and then the Constitution. And there has to be 34 states to call the convention, and the federal government has to, by law, uh, uh, name a, a date and a place. But that's the only involvement the federal government has whatsoever. 
And um, then they go into a ratification um, session, and it has to be 38 states ratify these amendments. And they're going to limit the amendments to one single topic, and that is reducing the powers of the federal government. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's not going to have any effect on Obama because he is entitled to break the law, and he's entitled to make the law. He makes the law, and he breaks the law. He can have a law that he says to everybody, this is the law, you can't change it. But yet, Obamacare, he can offer incentives and deadlines and extended deadlines and et cetera of the law. All he's got to do okay, is well, an executive just, order. Now, why is he we'll not in jail up. for that? Why is he not in jail we'll for up. that? We'll just give what? up. It's no, it's not worth fighting for. I agree. <clears throat> well, oh no, 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 no. You you missed yeah. the point okay. altogether. Okay. So yes, Obama is a um, enemy of the country. I agree, a hundred percent. But but if we have every district, state districts, out of at least thirty eight states, and it is not a uh, quick fix. This is a long-term uh, project that will take a, a, a long time. I don't know how long. In the meantime, we fight the fights that we can continue to fight. But if you have, and in, and in Alabama where I live, there's 60, there's um, 105 districts, I believe. And there's um, a state director, and each district has a district captain. And each district captain is recruiting a hundred members of that district. So hmm. that is in each state. And those hundred people um, work with the state representatives. I've already got mine um, involved. And they they are, you know, multiplied by every state or, or um, 38 states. That's not an easy thing to ignore. Not an easy thing to ignore at all. Very similar to what's going on right now with the the the, 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 um, the crashing of the uh, the Hinden, Hindenburg Obamacare. Right. It's it's falling apart around them because mm-hmm. there is a mass movement to stop it. This is um, something that, that yes, it's not going to be easy. Uh, yes, it's going to take a lot of education. A lot of people. Are, are, are objected to it because they think it could be a runaway convention. It cannot be. Um, and so so it's something to look into. And if anyone is interested in it, go to the website, conventionofstates.com, and sign up. And they will, they will um, there's a place on there for you to say, yes, you're interested in, you know, getting more information or that type of stuff. But um, all you have to do is once you're contacted, if you are contacted, by your state uh, district captain and just say, I just want more information. That's all. It's, it's not going to, you know, nuts. you're not going to have the NSA tracking your every move. Right. You know, there is a, a, a great effort right now. There's over uh, a million letters that was sent, and finally we have the uh, group of attorneys that are, going after Eric Holder, okay, for the, all of the laws that he has broken and the fact that, that uh, the uh, commander-in-chief has given him forgiveness and all that type of thing, we, we are going straight to the, the actual uh, root, if you will, of our entire country, which is our Constitution, and not allowing it any longer. So there's there's a, a whale of a movement going on right now, and it's going to go directly into the lap after 2014 to the impeachment trials that are inevitable because of so many laws and so many constitutional uh, treason that our president has been involved with. 
Well, you've got the Democrats starting to come out now and saying we need to impeach Obama now, which is a subversive trick because they know now it won't get through. Exactly. Matt Reid won't bring it to a vote, just like they keep complaining. The Republicans need to have a plan to replace Obamacare. The Republicans have had a plan for years. Reid won't bring it to a vote. So it's, again, it's a complicit media supporting their black-and-white idol who won't tell the truth. There's another one coming out, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, Friday. The Ted Cruz and his uh, cohorts are coming out with a replacement plan. They want to totally get rid of the Obamacare thing and to come up with an additional one that is totally different than what has been. uh, I was listening to to him this morning. going to bring it before Congress uh, Friday. So it's uh, not only what they already have, he's got an, another very interesting one that will be, and he, by the way, uh, was uh, accompanied by uh, Rand Paul, and they both uh, revealed that all of the Democrats were that 100% majority voted on the fact that they they knew that millions of Americans were going to lose their health care, and now they're coming out running away from Obamacare like, oh, we didn't know this and we didn't know that. They are, they, they've got the stench on their hands, okay? There's, it's, they cannot run away from it. They own Everybody it. Everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. How can you yeah. not know? How can you be in that environment, have to vote on it? They should have read it. They didn't. Mm-hmm. Nobody's yeah. fault but their own. Exactly. Like you had mentioned, it's supposed to be a transparent administration. That never came to fruition. And, and now they say they have no idea people are going to lose their insurance. They had right. to know. Any six-year-old kid true. would have known. They voted They 100%. knew. It's not, a, it's not about health care. It's about control. They don't yeah. give a flying monkey's tail if this thing works. Mm-hmm. They were just hoping that they could uh, lie their way through it. And, and, I, and they can't. They don't want it to work. Because they the American work. people, it's finally hitting their pocketbook. Exactly. Yeah, waking up, and you know, you know, a first-year student at Purdue Vet School, okay, uh, was attending. This is just to kind of give you an idea of what the trained lunatics are. Okay, they're just being trained. Uh, they had uh, it was attending an, an anatomy class for a, a dead cow. And they all gathered around the table, and the body was covered with a white sheet. The professor started the class by telling them, I'm the veterinary uh, medicine, and it is uh, necessary to uh, have two important qualities as a doctor. The first is that you uh, not be disgusted by anything involving the animal's body. For an example, the professor pulled back the sheet and stuck his finger in the, the, the butt of the cow and withdrew it and sucked his finger. Now, go ahead and do the same, he told the students. The students freaked out and hesitated several minutes, and and then, of course, uh, turning and sticking their finger in the butt and, the, and sucking on it. And then when uh, uh, everyone finished, the professor looked at them and said, the second most important quality is observation. I stuck in my middle finger and sucked my index finger. Now learn to pay attention. This is life's <laughs> stupid training. <laughs> Very true. There was, there was a page they handed around in school once that had you doing all kinds of silly things, and they told you to read it first. And you saw people jumping up and down and doing silly things, and the very last sentence said, don't do any of the above. People can't follow instructions. They don't observe you know, they, they've got a preconceived idea. It's like when you're discussing something with somebody, yeah. giving them salient points. They're not listening. They're busy thinking of what they're going to say exactly. after you. your mouth stops moving. Yeah, it's, it's just, like Zan, just, just like Zan just got through saying, until it, it hits them in the pocketbook or they feel it somehow, they're not paying attention. Fortunately, now we've got this attention grabber out there, and uh, – Hopefully, it's not going to run out as long as the Benghazi thing did, and what difference does it make? That's a long time ago thing. Hopefully, it's going to keep its momentum and keep growing 
to where people, and I'm talking about those that put the wrong finger in and, and suck it, uh, are not going to be giving up and uh, forgetting about it. You know, hopefully this thing is going to take off and, and have momentum that will absolutely do what some, like uh, Charles Krauthammer says, he believes it's going to be the beginning of the total destruction of the progressive liberal left. Now, I couldn't hope I, I disagree for more. With, with, with Krauthammer on that because the, 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 the left is as old the left is as old as uh mankind's breath someone trying to control the other it'll just morph uh back away regroup uh build up strength and rear its ugly head whenever it sees the slightest bit of of opening um but obamacare is only going to get worse because they have only this is only the individual mandates my husband works for a corporation it is not hitting the corporations until 2014 so if you get your insurance through your husband's work or your work or your your spouses you haven't you haven't gotten into the system yet to be um you know to be knocked off or to go for your for your rates to be raised or whatever it's only the individuals buying their own personal insurance well that's a good thing though because that's going to happen prior to the election year Right. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not the day before. You know, because uh, again, we yeah, have people will know it by then. You have all yeah. these liberal Dems coming out saying, "Well, yeah, I wanted to give insurance to people that don't have it, but I didn't know I'd have to pay for it." Right. I mean, this yeah, is what exactly. we're dealing with—that exactly. mentality, the idiots yeah. of the world, the low-information voters that don't think. They get their news off of John Stewart, off MSN- MSNBC or CNN. Right. They don't look into that, it. They that, don't verify. I hope that each one of them running that voted unanimously to uh, pass the uh, the law anyway after it came before the Senate, and they all knew, every one of them knew, that it was that millions of Americans were going to lose their uh, insurance coverage, that this is proof positive. It's, it's in a vote in uh, the Senate that they all voted 100 percent, uh, and and supported the fact that they knew that Americans were going to lose their health care coverage. I hope that and whoever's running single, against them, hopefully whoever every single runs Democrat against them, voted going for to play that. Yes, hopefully and whoever is running Democrat. against those who are up for re-election and a Democrat, hopefully whoever's running against that person will have that noted in their little advertisements about them. Uh, That's a very good well, there's a concerted effort across the country now to replace each and every one of them. And if you live in a state that one of those, one of them is your senator, or uh, get on board, get on board mm-hmm. with, with you know the, the candidate that's running. Um, and another another thing, it's not just the Democrats; it's the um, you know the, the proverbial rhinos. It's the, the Lindsey Graham's and the, and the oh, Mitch McConnell's. Yes. There oh. is a um, uh, Great candidate running against Mitch McConnell in Kentucky, and his name is Matt Bevin, B-E-V-I-N. Check him out. And there's a guy in South Carolina running against um, Lindsey Goober Grandesty, and his name mm-hmm. is Richard Cash, C-A-S-H. Check both of those guys out. Get them on your radio. Share them with your friends. The word will get around, and uh, donate $5 to their campaign or something. But, we, yeah. you know, you got you got to do this, folks. Right, right. There's no question we we can't sit anymore. There's uh, it, it's it's um if there's anything good about this Obamacare, it's that it woke some idiots up, and we now have people scrambling even on that far left that are trying to uh, recover or to uh, go back and say, listen, uh, I didn't know all about it. And uh, in the very beginning when I uh, was told by uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi that we should pass the bill before we read what's in it, I agreed. But now I wish we had read, you know. there's just that, That's the attitude that's, that, uh, unfortunately, it took something like this to do. What I hope is not going to take place, by the way, and both of you, heads up, this is a an absolute possibility. The everything 
is kind of disappears in a crisis. And these man-made crises, one that I spoke of in the very beginning, which I do not believe ever happened, which was the Osama bin Laden killing, because he already had a, a kidney disease that three doors down from my clinic is a kidney dialysis uh, place. All you have to do is ask any of those professionals over there. That person was dead years and years before they said they killed him. And mysteriously, uh, his body was buried at sea. And then mysteriously, all six of our SEAL team were shot out of the air so there was no uh, uh, witnesses. And, by the way, the pictures that David, were taken, David, there was no David, I love you. I love, you. I love you dearly, but, but we can't prove any of that. And we had SEAL oh, yes. team... Um, no, 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 no. I know you keep sending me that stuff. We have a SEAL team member who has written a um, a book or a uh, something on, on actually being there. He, he, he spoke the other day on a radio. I heard him. But, you know, and I, I understand I, all I understand. Stuff, it, I understand it, people it's can a, be swayed. They can be swayed. Okay, but those it's a SEAL team six. to go back. Oh no, no, you know, I'm no, 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 making no, no. a you point. You've got to go back. You're missing it. I'm, you're missing it, Azan. No, I'm, I'm making a point. There is a there is a point. No, listen That's to one me. The there is a there is the point that I'm trying to make, which is a physical crisis can be manufactured. And that's I'm what I'm wanting people to understand. A a crisis can be manufactured. We don't remember oh. that's the party of we don't want a crisis they to go to waste. They are manufactured crises. Yes, but the, the, uh, one that's going to take them. the place, oh, oh, one that's going to take the place of this Obamacare. Oh, right. Right. That's part of the Alinsky schooling is you know mm-hmm. manufacture of crises. Uh, wag the dog. I mean, sure, sure that goes on. But um, mm-hmm. this Obama, o- Obama, Osama bin Laden death thing is just, it's just uh, a distraction. You have it to is, learn and to that's, what I, that's what I used it for, because there's going to be okay. another one made. They're going to manufacture one to distract okay, the people it. from Obamacare, okay. and that's what I'm cautioning people right now yeah, to, to have all of your senses available and to make certain that when they bring this falsehood out there that it does not distract us from saving our country. Yeah, they're already doing that. They're pointing everybody towards Obamacare, the intended failure of the website. I'll never be convinced that was unintentional. Exactly. They're busy working on getting the illegal immigration bill passed under the radar so nobody notices. And conveniently, the Obamacare doesn't cover them. They're not included. People got to start paying attention. And just because these six SEALs were shot down a while ago, we can't forget about that. Exactly. It's just like the gun killings that are going on now. This There's an in a, Fast and furious. They, all of, of those people. things were manufactured, and that's exactly. what I want. That's the cautionary tale I'm throwing out there. I don't know which one or what is going to be the next one, but I I do say that the uh, that the timing is proper because they see the end, and there is no getting around the end is coming with that Obamacare thing. So they need some type of crisis and that's what i'm fearing the most and i'm wanting people to shout to the top of their lungs to to help other people understand that we may be faced with one of those made-up crises and to try to take our, our eye off the ball and that is just something that we need to contend with just educating ourselves is what i need in my biggest heart of hearts is to try to educate as many as possible on unknown things that could be in the future. What is the first thing they do when there is a crisis that is uh, causing uh, bad publicity to go toward a sitting president? You know, just all you have to do is think. You know, it's just going to happen. Bomb, 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 Iran. Yeah, yeah. Well... I, I, I totally agree with that. I just it's just all this talk about um you know, I have my own black helicopter theories, thank you. And um one of them which I agree with you hundred percent is this um 
and it's not. It's proven. Um, it's documentation to prove this Frank Marshall Davis, which which I was thinking about this when you were talking about it. Uh, Deconstructing Obama. I might have mentioned it before. It's a book by Jack Cashill, C-A-S-H-I-L-L, Deconstructing Obama. It is amazing. You'll just your jaw will drop. It's all about the interconnection between um, uh, Stanley and her parents, Frank Marshall Davis, the Communist Party, um, the uh, Barack uh, Senior, and it just lays it all out. It's got photographs and everything in it. It's deconstructing Obama. Um, it's a great read too. I mean, it's like oh, you know, mystery book. Um, it's going it's to be the biggest joke that has ever been played on the American people. I'm, I'm what telling was that you, that, this um, is what's that? The biggest hoax. The biggest hoax that ever has been played. That was um, um, the empty chair guy. What was his name? Oh, it's Clint Eastwood. The empty. Yeah. Yes, that's what he said. Yeah. The biggest hoax. Per- uh, but but it is the truth. People. I mean, listen, he Obama was never even vetted. Everybody was just rushing oh, him vetted. into office. He was not. No, he the, was the person who covered up his records got elected as the Supreme Court Justice because she did such a good job. Elena he was vetted by people who were paying attention. I'm not talking about the mainstream uh, uh, state-run media. I'm talking about uh, one, of the, one person that was really shouting from the rooftops was uh, Sean Hannity, which... Um, you know, love him, or, love him or hate him, he did a great job on that. And the books came out, the Deconstructing Obama came out, um, the, uh, the facts that, that um, Bill Ayers wrote, Obama's first book. A lot of that was out there. It was just not um, – we've come a long way with people realizing that the mainstream media is not a media organization. Just it's a four years and five years. It's a purchased you know, business. It's an entertainment and purchased business. It will do what right. it's told right. to do by the people who own it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. George Soros but, and company. How about that? Yes, I know. But I'm. Uh, but what I mean is, um, there was vetting going on. There was just no one. Uh, I was talking about Congress. I was talking about Congress. I'm not talking about uh, people who were trying to do a good job, and I love Sean Hannity for doing it. But they were were not doing anything. They wanted him in. They wanted him in office, period. End of story. I love the word period because who made that famous? You can keep your health care if you want it, period. Period. No matter what. Yeah. 39 lines. No, I agree. Congress didn't want to run around with their tail between their legs being afraid of being called a racist by the uh, crime stream state-run media that, you know, is never going to like them no matter what they do, uh, John McCain included. Oh please! That that rhino is. I'm I'm sick to death of the the McCains and the uh, the, uh, the whole herd of them that is up there. The the what was it? The the group of eight they called themselves. Oh, I yeah, think gang of eight. Right. Yeah, well, let me eight. ask you two a question. I heard something the other day that I, I really was was confused. I have always admired and respected the service to our country that John McCain, um, you know, suffered through. Uh, and I mean suffered, not because he was part of the... Hurry, we're coming down to the wire, P-O. hurry. Okay, P.O.W. Hurry. Someone said that his heroism was manufactured. You got any thoughts on that? I, I really don't. I've never... Uh, as a matter of fact, I have so much undesire to do anything other than to point to the <laughs> fact that of what he's doing right now to destroy our country by ganging up with those liberal lefties and calling... Uh, all of our uh, Tea Partiers, wacko jobs, and everything else. I'm sick to death of him, and I don't even need he's to know anything else. He's a brain dead mental else. midget. Yeah. He's a brain dead mental midget, and he needs to go back home and and sit on the front porch with a asking and a glass of tea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and Zan, are you going to be back next Thursday? Give us your word here on radio. What is next Thursday? I'm going to give you my word. Yeah, 21st. Yeah. <laughs> what is right. next Thursday? What, uh, it's, um, it's, it's called Thursday, and we got to go. I will talk to all of bye. you. Thanks. Thank you. This is the 21st. Bye. Dear President Obama, 
We, the people, have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people, have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is 